I think I defined work-life balance wrong in my head for a long time. I thought that all of the things I was responsible for needed to get equal attention and energy for me, and that is not the case. There are seasons where some areas need more attention than others, and wisdom is being able to recognize that and shift your mindset, your focus, and energy allocation to accommodate it. Welcome to the Rapid Response RN Podcast, helping you keep your finger on the pulse of your patient's condition with real-life stories from the front lines of nursing. This podcast can help you sharpen your assessment skills, improve your ability to recognize the signs and symptoms of your patient's decline, be inspired to speak up and advocate, and know how to jump into action to promote the best outcome for your patients. Hey, everybody. I'm your host, Sarah Lorenzini, a rapid response nurse and educator who loves telling stories to teach critical thinking. Hey, everyone. Just wanted to do a quick Q&A episode in response to a question that I get a lot in my DMs. How do you maintain work-life balance when you have five kids, a full-time job as a nurse, and a podcast? And I'll get to that. But first, I just wanted to let you know that my Rapid Response and Rescue course has been approved by the American Association of Critical Care Nurses for one continuing education contact hour. This is huge. I'm really, really proud of this and the course itself. This mini course, it's only about an hour and a half long, but it is chock full of content to help you as a nurse, to know how to recognize when a patient's declining, and know what to do next time this happens on your shift. I mean, no matter where you work as a nurse, even if you work in an environment where most of your patients are stable, anything could happen. And I want you to feel confident and competent to handle any emergency. So if you would like to check out the course, I have a special coupon for podcast listeners. Just hit me up on Instagram at the rapid response RN, and you can just type the word podcast. I'll know what you mean, and I'll send you over the coupon code and a free rapid assessment guide that I made. Even if you don't want to purchase the course yet, maybe you're in nursing school or money is tight right now, I would still love to send you the rapid assessment guide. I mean, I made it to help nurses, so... I want to get it in as many hands as possible. So again, just DM me the word podcast and I'll send you that free guide and the coupon code, but no obligation to purchase the course. I am currently in the process of writing my big, robust signature rapid response course that's gonna be really in depth. But for now, this one builds a great foundation for thinking like a rapid response nurse. I have gotten such great feedback from nurses who have already taken it most of which say something on the lines of, this is exactly what I needed. So feel free to check out the rapidresponseandrescue.com. Now onto the episode. All right, I see you, busy moms and dads who are also nurses, grad students who are also working full time. Some of you have sick family you're caring for. Others have a whole life and passion outside of nursing, be it volunteering or fitness or adventuring. And it is really difficult to juggle it all. To be completely transparent, I don't feel like I am the expert in this whole work-life balance stuff. I mean, I am constantly feeling the pull between being an awesome mom and being present for every little thing in their lives and also being loving and supportive and a good partner for my husband. 
and growing as a nurse and leader and making an impact in the hospital while also staying up to date with evidence-based practice and also trying to create content for my podcast. I'm also a sister and a friend and a neighbor and a plant lover who loves the outdoors and crocheting and I live in a fixer-upper home that will forever be remodeling and updating. There are just so many things that need my time and I love them all. So sometimes I feel like it would be impossible to do all of them perfectly because to truly do any of them to the level of perfection that I would want, another area is going to have to be not so perfect. So for example, when I get home from work, I need to exercise, feed the kids, possibly help with homework, clean up dinner, walk the dog, bathe my three-year-old, do bedtime, which for those of you that have kids or don't have kids, That could take like an hour or more. (laughs) Gotta wash and fold the laundry, tend to my plants, pack lunch for the next day, spend time connecting with my amazing husband, catch up on all the kids' lives, and maybe even prep for or record or edit a podcast. So it's impossible to actually do all of those things from 6 to 10 p.m. Do I have time to spend two hours cooking an amazing from scratch meal for my kids every night? Nope. Some nights I do. Do I have time to put in an hour of exercise every day? Gosh, I wish, but nope. (laughs) But three days a week, I do make it a priority. Do I spend my post-toddler bedtime hours taking care of the house or connecting with my teens or my husband or sitting at my computer working on a podcast? This is a daily question for me. And what about work? I mean, I'm naturally a workaholic. Like, I like to be busy and productive. As a new grad with no kids, I worked like five and six 12-hour shifts a week, and I loved it. But my priorities have shifted since I took on the responsibility of keeping people alive, not just at work, but also at home, (laughs) and also wanting to develop their moral compass and teach them how to make wise choices and inspire them to use their gifts to make an impact on the world. So I have to actually put forth effort to not let work consume me and remember that I have other responsibilities and joys outside of my important work as a nurse. I have a big quote from Mother Teresa hanging in our rapid response office that says, if you want to change the whole world, go home and love your family. Okay, I'm rambling, but the point that I'm trying to get to is being a nurse is important and a valuable use of my time. And being a wife is important and a valuable use of my time. And being a mom is important and a valuable use of my time. And having this podcast is important and a valuable use of my time. Having friends and working out and eating healthy food and traveling and exploring, learning new things, sleeping, all are very important and I love them all. But there's no way to be perfect at all of them. And I have to be okay with that. I think... I defined work-life balance wrong in my head for a long time. I thought that all of the things I was responsible for needed to get equal attention and energy from me. And that is not the case. There are seasons where some areas need more attention than others. And wisdom is being able to recognize that and shift your mindset, your focus, and energy allocation to accommodate it. For example, if you have an issue outside the home that need special attention, say a sick loved one or a child's going through a hard time, you will have to shift your attention, your focus, 
and energy towards responding to that challenge. Before my first kid was born, I was on all the committees. I was constantly taking classes and studying for certifications and going to conferences related to nursing, and I loved it. I thought, naively, that once I had my baby, I could use my maternity leave to amass even more training and spend more time working on some projects that I had started in all of my committees. I even took my newborn to a committee meeting at the hospital. Big mistake. (laughs) I learned that my priorities needed to shift because... I did not have the bandwidth to still be as involved at the hospital or as focused on my professional development when I had a newborn that was relying on me to sustain his life. For a season, I just worked part-time and stayed home with my kids, and it was great. But once my kids were all old enough to be in school, I dove right back into taking on projects and decided to go back to grad school. When I was in grad school, that was a really hard time for me, juggling still working as a nurse and also trying to be present and engaged with my kids' lives. When I graduated, I decided to become a nursing professor because it afforded me the schedule to ensure that I could be home with my kids every evening, every holiday, and never miss a weekend event with them. I felt that they needed that and I needed that after I'd been so busy for three years juggling work and school and Being a professor was perfect for a season. Sometimes you'll have to put your career goals on hold to prioritize other things. Like I have a good friend who is an amazing ER nurse and she also worked on the rapid response team with me, but she's a single mom and those 12 hour shifts make it really hard to juggle daycare. Currently she's working outpatient. Is it her dream job? No. But it pays the bills and affords her the ability to be the mom she wants to be, and she still gets to use her nursing skills to help patients. I am sure that one day she'll be back in the ER, managing the chaos like a boss. But for now, this is how she's achieving work-life balance. On the other end of the spectrum, when the Delta variant of COVID hit our area, I felt compelled to use my nursing skills to care for COVID patients and help our community handle the influx of sick, sick people. The hospital was so busy. The amount of rapid response calls was off the charts. I explained to my kids that for a season, mama needs to work a little more to help combat this pandemic, but that it wouldn't be forever. For three months, I worked more than I ever have, even more than when I was a single kidless new grad. But when the hospital census started to get back to normal, I went back to my normal 40 hours a week. That would not have been sustainable for a long period of time. So it's okay for you to not be absolutely excelling and slashing goals in every area of your life. Sometimes your personal life needs more attention. And sometimes you can give more of your attention to professional development. Sometimes you need to break from both responsibilities at home and at work, and need to take some time off to just be or to travel or recover and seek clarity about what is next. You are not defined by what you do or what you accomplish in a day. All right, I'm going to say that again because I need to hear that too. You are not defined by what you can do or what you have accomplished. You have inherent worth just for being human. So, When you start feeling overwhelmed by all the shoulds, that's shoulds in quotes, 
Like, I should exercise. I should be more involved at work. I should be making more fancy meals from scratch for my children. I should be on the PTA. I should be making straight A's. I should, I should, I should. Just remember that you do have the option of doing all those things, but no one can or should do it all. Some days you will nail it with your physical health, eating healthy and exercising, getting in enough sleep. And other days you will be so tired from giving so much of yourself at the hospital that eating pizza and going to sleep early is probably a better option than going to the gym and eating a perfectly balanced meal. Some seasons, focusing on your professional development and being involved at the hospital and taking courses and studying to get certified in your specialty will be exciting and a fun challenge. But other seasons, you'll need to take a step back from that and focus more on your family or your own mental and physical health. The second thing that I would say with regards to achieving work-life balance is do the things that fill your cup. I talked about this in a previous episode, episode number 20. It's called COVID Conversations and Our Path Forward as Nurses. So I would encourage you to listen to that if you haven't already. To summarize the whole fill your cup concept, think of your capacity to care for others like a cup. When the cup is full, you actually have something to give. You have compassion and kindness and generosity and patience. And when the cup is empty, you are tired and unmotivated, get easily annoyed and have limited patience and just don't have as much capacity to perform at your best. If all you're ever doing is pouring out, giving all that you have to your patients, your spouse, your children, and you never participate in activities that fill your cup, you will run dry and running on empty burns up the engine. So the question is, what fills your cup? Take a moment to think about the things that give you life, that rejuvenate you. What makes for a good day for you? What puts a smile on your face? Just to even think about it. Go ahead. Think about it. I'll pause for a second for you to think. Okay, so those things... Maybe write them down somewhere, like a little, a little list. Jot a note in your phone or your calendar. Put them on a post-it and place it on the dashboard of your car or your bathroom mirror so that you have to look at it as a reminder to do the things that fill your cup. When planning out your month, take time to schedule in a few things to ensure that you are balancing filling up just as much as you are pouring out. As nurses, we do a lot of pouring out, so we have to be extra diligent take care of ourselves so that we have the capacity to care for others. So in summary, I am no work-life balance guru. I screw it up all the time. I am most definitely not the most consistent or strategic with how I spend my time, but I live my life well. I spend my time and energy on things that I love. I love big and I show up for what's important to me. So the wisdom I have to share with you from years of being married, mothering children, caring for patients, maintaining friendships, having hobbies, and pursuing my dreams professionally can be summed up in two things. First, don't think of work-life balance as having to balance everything perfectly. Being willing to flex and adjust your priorities, 
how you spend your time, and where you focus your energy based on what is happening in life for this season, for this month, for this week, even for what's happening today. Balance is not achieved by doing all the shoulds, but rather by choosing what is your priority and focusing on that and being content with not being perfect or excelling in every area of your life. Being content with knowing that you gave something your all and that's enough. And secondly, make sure that in all the chaos, you are carving out time to fill your cup. Not because you should, but because you can. You deserve that time. You give so much as a nurse and a partner and a friend. You can give yourself the same level of care that you are prioritizing needs, the same that you would for other people, and care for yourself just like you do for others. If you are a nurse, you probably love taking time to do little things for other people. You know, that warm blanket, that fluffing of the pillows, that ice water, a listening ear. You know those little things are valuable. Well, you deserve them too. So what is it? What are you going to do this month to fill your cup so that you can keep pouring out and not burn out? And that's it. I have no algorithm for achieving successful work-life balance. It is a constant realigning of priorities, reallocating of your time and energy, and prioritizing taking care of yourself. I hope this was helpful to those of you that, like me, don't feel like you can juggle it all perfectly. You are not alone. Be gracious with yourself because this whole thing is a bumpy journey with highs and lows and mountains and valleys, good weather, bad weather, uphill climbs that sometimes lead to beautiful views and sometimes lead to dead ends. I just embrace the chaos, try to learn from my mistakes, and choose to make the most of whatever each day hands me. Well, that's it for today's episode. If you like this podcast, I'd love to hear from you. You can shoot me an email with questions or comments, and it would mean so much if you could take a moment to write a review on iTunes, as this helps more listeners find this podcast. Thanks for listening, and I hope you learned something that will save a life. Remember, nursing is a team sport, so trust your intuition and don't give up advocating until you are confident you've done what's right by your patient. You've been listening to the Rapid Response RN podcast. The views and opinions expressed on this show are that of Sarah Lorenzini and hers alone. They are not intended as medical advice and should not take the place of your institution's policies or procedures. Evidence-based practice is ever-changing, and your patient's care should reflect the current best practice. If you want to get in contact with Sarah, you can find her at rapidresponsernpodcast at gmail.com or on the Rapid Response RM Podcast Facebook page, as well as the podcast website, rapidresponsern.com.